Welcome to another installment of Fighting for the Faith. My name is Chris Roseborough. I am your servant in Jesus Christ. This is the channel that compares what people are saying in the name of God to the Word of God. So as we uh, wind down the year that was 2021, we're going to go back and we're going to revisit a few uh, prophecies uh, that were given for 2021, and we're going to test them. And I'm going to say this up front, and I'm going to be blunt. We're going to do the work that other channels, or one particular channel, uh, should have been doing. Uh, there was there's no, another notable channel that has um, reviewed and tested false prophecies uh, from 2021, and let's just say that um, they treat this as if somehow it's really not that big a thing. It's not that serious. So. We're going to do their job for them. And you're going to know, we're not playing prophecy bingo today. And uh, we're going to use the occasion of the end of the year to go back and listen to a few false prophecies. And we're going to spend some time, a lot of time, in the biblical text talking about just how important uh, this topic is. Because people in the charismatic movement treat this as if... yeah. It's no big deal. You know, they're kind of like the Black Knight in Monty Python. It's a mere flesh wound. You know, come back, I'll bite your knees off. You know, things like this. But uh, no, this is this is dead serious. This is so egregious of a sin. It's still a sin. And we're going to talk about that. In fact, I'm going to front load it now. What we're going to do, hang on a second here, let me whirl up my desktop and uh, let me grab a keynote that I've made here. And what I would like you to do is think along with me, because some of the passages I'm going to point out biblically today, there are people who will say, oh, that's the Old Testament, and that doesn't apply today in the New Testament. We're under the New Covenant. So think along with me, because I know a thing or two when it comes to the topic of Continuity versus discontinuity as it relates to the Old Testament and the New. When we talk about God's law, <clears throat> we're going to use a wide term here. We can talk about Torah. That's a, that's a big, wide term. And when it's in, in the context of commandments, we recognize that God's law falls into three categories, civil, ceremonial, and moral. And we're going to note here that the civil and the ceremonial are definitely not in play as it relates to the new covenant. For instance, Christians are not required to present themselves twice a year in Jerusalem in the temple uh, for appointed feast days. We're not required to do that, and there is no temple anyway. Y you get the idea. But all of that being said, that, that would be an example of the discontinuity as it relates to the New Testament, because we learn from Colossians chapter 2 that the feasts and the new moons and the Shabbats, those were all a shadow pointing to Christ. The substance is found in Christ. So when it comes to the ceremonial law, uh, I would give you a primer by having you read the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews makes it very clear how this works. Uh, in the Old Testament sacrificial system, the blood of animals never forgave sins. They were all shadows pointing to the substance who is Christ, who is our sacrifice for sin. So, ceremonial laws, not in play. Civil laws, no, those, uh, those were part of the theocracy of ancient Israel. But what about the moral law? Uh, and so, let's, let's kind of do a, a little bit of work here, shall we? So, think along with me. Old Testament versus New Testament, okay? So, Exodus chapter 20, verse 3 says, You shall have no other gods before me. This is a commandment as it relates to the worship of the one true God. And there is only one God, Yahweh, uh, the, the God of the Bible, all right? So, someone might say, well, that's in the Old Testament. So, let me ask, um, now that we're in the New Covenant, are Christians allowed now to worship Baal, Asherah, Molech, Shiva, Vishnu? No, they're not. This is still in play, okay? Idolatry is a sin 
regardless of whether or not you live in the old covenant or the new covenant. All right. Uh, You shall not murder, Exodus 20, verse 13. Well, that's in the Old Testament. So let me ask you. So now that we're in the new covenant, are Christians allowed to murder their neighbors? You know, never liked the guy anyway, and plus his dog is annoying. So I shot him and buried him in my backyard. Are we allowed to do that? Is murder okay for Christians in the new covenant? No. Okay. Exodus 20, verse 14, you shall not commit adultery. Now, that's in the Old Testament, right? So, now that we're in the New Covenant, are Christians allowed to commit adultery and have sex with anyone they desire? You know, can they be on Tinder and hook up with people on a nightly basis? Is that okay? No, it's not. And we all know it. How about yeah, Exodus 20, verse 15, you shall not steal. Well, that's in the Old Testament. That doesn't apply today. So question, now that we are in the new covenant, are Christians allowed uh, to rob banks, loot stores, be thieves for a living? What do you do for a living? <laughs> I work in a call center and we scam people out of bazillions of dollars every day. Are we allowed to do that as Christians? No, this still applies. Stealing still a sin. So when we talk about continuity and discontinuity between the Old and the New Testament, we recognize that God's moral law is eternal. It's it's not for some time, some place in the ancient dusty past, okay? Ah, all right. How about this one? You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Nah, that's in the Old Testament. So now that we're in the New Covenant, are Christians allowed to lie, slander, and gossip? Can we Can we do that? I mean... Jesus doesn't care about that anymore. I mean, that's in the Old Testament, right? All right. How about um, Exodus 20, verse 7? You shall not take the name of Yahweh, your God, in vain. For Yahweh will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. And, and, the, and the word for vain, shah in Hebrew, oh man, take it to emptiness, to you know, to futility. Okay, so that's in the Old Testament. Let me, let me ask you a question. Now that we're in the New Covenant, are Christians allowed to lie or to deceive by God's name? Are we, are we allowed to do that now? Is that okay? No, it's not. In fact, um, Augustine, uh, commenting on this particular command, says this, The commandment, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for whoever takes the name of the Lord your God in vain will not be purified or held guiltless. That's the, the other translation. The name of the Lord our God, Jesus Christ, is truth. He himself said, I am the truth. I am the way, the truth, the life. So truth purifies futility lies, they defile. And because whoever speaks the truth speaks from what is God's, for whoever speaks falsehood speaks from what is his own, to speak the truth is to speak reasonably. Whereas to speak futility is to make a noise rather than to speak, rightly because this commandment means love of truth, the opposite of that is the love of futility. Do you love the truth or do you love futility? Do you love the truth or do you prefer to hear lies? You'll know that I'm a little worked up about this because this is deadly serious. Okay, Jesus said in John 8, 44, uh, you are of your father, the devil, talking about those who didn't believe in him, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from, a, from the beginning, and he does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character. He is a liar. He's the father of lies. Okay. Put it another way, 1 John chapter 2, verse 21 says, I write to you not because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and because no lie is of the truth. I mean, cons- consider that. I mean, consider that just for a moment. Now, with that, we're going to spend a little bit of time. We're going to note that Exodus 20, verse 7 says, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. The Lord, Yahweh, will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. In other words, we are forbidden by God to lie or to deceive or to blaspheme or to use his name 
in, in any such manner that, that brings it into ill reproof or to bring it to futility or vanity or emptiness. We're forbidden. And that's still in play. Just like thou shalt not commit adultery, still in play. It's part of the moral law. And the moral law is eternal. So that being the case, then, you're going to note cross-reference Deuteronomy 5.11. It's reiterated in Deuteronomy 5. You shall not take the name of Yahweh your God in vain, for Yahweh will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. We're forbidden from doing that. So let's kind of go on then, shall we? Um, And we're going to note here, Scripture teaches us regarding those who come to us and say, thus saith the Lord. Uh, I'm receiving a download. Right, right. I'm receiving a download and the Lord is telling me that we're going to have a season of suddenlies. Grab your kaopectate. Right. Okay. They're speaking to us in the name of God. Scripture forbids us from just, well, when somebody comes to us, thus saith the Lord, that we're supposed to go, well, I guess the Lord just said that, you know. No, we are to test. Listen to what scripture says. Beloved, do not believe every spirit. We are forbidden to believe every spirit. But test, test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. What's the test? To see whether or not a prophecy is legitimately from God. And you're going to note the Bible hyperlinks itself. It cross-references itself. God has actually laid out legitimate tests for determining whether or not he has spoken. So we are commanded as Christians to test to see whether the source of any prophecy is God himself or a different source. The human being speaking the delusions of their mind or maybe even a deceitful spirit from the devil. Okay, but we are commanded to not believe everything. Not. Instead, we have to test to see whether they are from God. That being the case, there's another cross-reference here, one that today is modern charismatics and people who call themselves, uh, you know, uh, continuationists uh, will oftentimes reference and accuse me of, of sinning against this command. Do not despise prophecies. By the way, I want to make something clear. I don't despise prophecy. I despise false prophecy. Big difference. Do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every evil. Note verse 22 in that same context means to abstain from every evil. Is it evil to lie and to deceive by God's name? To break that commandment from Exodus 20, verse 7. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Is that evil? Oh, it's evil of a huge magnitude. Ginormous. God does not consider these things lightly. All right. Well, let's take a look. All right. So remember, we just looked. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. All right. Well, Scripture gives us. A valid test for testing whether or not something is from God. And it happens to fall under the category of a prophecy regarding the Messiah. In Deuteronomy 18, here's what Moses wrote by the command of God. Yahweh your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen. Just as you desired of Yahweh your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly, when you said, let me not hear again the voice of Yahweh my God, or see this great fire any more, lest I die. And Yahweh said to me, they are right in what they have spoken. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers. I will put my words in his mouth. He shall speak to them all that I command him. And whoever will not listen to my words that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require it require it of him. So note here, you don't listen to this prophet, God's going to require it. Who's the prophet he's referring to? Jesus. And I would note that Jesus in John chapter 3 says, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. This prophet, Jesus says, repent, be forgiven. Christ, he will bear your sins on the cross so that you can be reconciled and pardoned and have 
peace with God rather than hostility. That's what Jesus says, right? But he says, whoever will not listen to my words that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require it of him. You don't listen to Jesus? Yeah, you're going to have to take that up with God. But watch what he says here. But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name. Okay. So the, uh, the sin of presumption here, speaking words for God that God didn't give you, that still applies. It's still a breaking of Exodus 20, verse 7. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak or who speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. In the theocracy of ancient Israel, the civil code, the civil laws of ancient Israel and under that theocracy called for the death penalty For all false prophets, anybody who presumed to speak a word that God hasn't spoken, okay? So if you say in your heart, how may we know the word that Yahweh has not spoken, okay? Remember what we just read in 1 John. Do not believe every spirit. Test the spirits to see whether they are from God. We are commanded to test the source, Okay, so how may we know the word that Yahweh hasn't spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the word does not come to pass or come true, that is a word Yahweh has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You need not be afraid of him. So let me ask you the question. So if I were to say, thus saith the Lord, Trump will ascend on high and come down from the alien mothership with Elvis Presley and Michael Jackson, and he's going to appear on December 26th in a new Christmas star that you'll see in the sky, right? And December 26th comes around and this doesn't happen. Is that a word that the Lord has spoken? No. You see, you're going, coming back here to First John, Don't believe every spirit. Test the spirits to see whether they are from God. We have a test that's still in play here because God doesn't lie. Straight up. Okay? When somebody says, thus saith the Lord, and it doesn't come to pass, then we know that the Lord hasn't thus saith. You get the idea here? That's a word that God didn't speak. The source is either the human being or the demonic, but it's not God. We've determined the source. That person has spoken presumptuously. They are a false prophet, and they have broken the commandment from Exodus 20, verse 7, and Deuteronomy 5, 11, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. It is every bit a sin and probably more than the sin of stealing or bearing false witness or even adultery. It is something so serious. Listen again to what God says. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. The Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. It is so serious. God threatens them with eternal punishment. Okay. Moving on then. Okay. Let me read some more. Isaiah chapter 30. Isaiah chapter 30 says these words. Now go, write it before them on a tablet, inscribe it in a book, Isaiah, that it may be for the time to come as a witness forever. For they are a rebellious people, lying children, children unwilling to hear the instruction of Yahweh, who say to the seers, do not see, and to the prophets, do not prophesy to us what is right. Speak to us smooth things. Prophesy illusions. Leave the way. Turn aside from the path. Let us no more hear about the Holy One of Israel. Therefore, thus says the Holy One of Israel, because you despise this word and trust in oppression and perverseness and rely on them, therefore this iniquity shall be to you like a breach in a high wall bulging out and about to collapse, whose break comes suddenly in an instant. And its breaking is like that of a potter's vessel that is smashed so ruthlessly that among its fragments not a shard is found with which to take fire from the hearth or to dip up water out of the cistern. 
God says their destruction comes suddenly, those who prophesy illusions, right? Well, it goes on. Ezekiel 13, this is pretty blunt. The word of Yahweh came to me, the prophet Ezekiel writes, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who are prophesying and say to those who prophesy from their own hearts, and that's their source, who prophesy from their own hearts. Note, we are commanded in the New Testament to determine whether or not a prophecy is from God or it's from the heart of the prophet or from the demonic. We are commanded by God to do that. And that's found also in 1 Thessalonians 5. Test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from all evil. So, note what God says to those who prophesy from their own hearts. Hear the word of Yahweh. Thus says Yahweh Elohim, Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Your prophets have been like jackals among ruins, O Israel. You have not gone up into the breaches or built up a wall for the house of Israel that, is, that it might stand in battle in the day of Yahweh. They have seen false visions and lying divinations. They say, declares Yahweh, declares the Lord, when the Lord has not sent them. And yet they expect him, God, to fulfill their word. Have you not seen a false vision and uttered a lying divination whenever you say, declares the Lord, although I have not spoken? You see, we're commanded to test. We, we can tell, all right? When somebody prophesies something and it doesn't come to pass, the Lord didn't say that. The source is, this, is the person. They are speaking lying divinations, words that God hasn't spoken. God didn't send them. Therefore, thus says Yahweh Elohim, because you have uttered falsehood and have seen lying visions, behold, I am against you. Let me ask you, do you think that God is for prophets who prophesy lying divinations today, who say, thus saith the Lord, when God hasn't sent them, when God hasn't given them those words to speak, God says, I'm against you. My hand will be against the prophets who see false visions and who give lying divinations, which is what we're going to be seeing today. They shall not be in the council of my people, nor enrolled in the register of the house of Israel, nor shall they enter the land of Israel. You shall know that I am Yahweh. I am the Lord, your God pretty strong, right? God won't hold them guiltless who speak lying divinations. Jeremiah 14 says it this way. Then I said, ah, Lord God, behold, the prophets say, uh, behold, the prophets say to them, you shall not see the sword, nor shall you have famine, but I will give you assured peace in this place. The false prophets of Jeremiah's day were contradicting the prophecies of Jeremiah. It just so happens Jeremiah actually was hearing from Yahweh. So the Lord said to me, the prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I did not send them, nor did I command them or speak to them. They are prophesying to you a lying vision. Isn't that what's happening in mass today? People spewing lying visions? Indeed it is. These, these are worthless divinations. They are prophesying the deceit of their own minds. Where's the source? It ain't the Lord. It's the deceit of their own minds. Therefore, thus says Yahweh concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name, although I did not send them, and who say, sword and famine shall not come upon this land. By sword and famine, those prophets shall be consumed, and the people to whom they prophesy shall be cast out into the streets of Jerusalem, victims of famine and sword, with none to bury them. For their wives and their sons and their daughters, I will pour out their evil upon them. Note that God is threatening them with the greatest judgments of his wrath. God doesn't treat this lightly, those who speak in his name whom he has not sent. Jeremiah 23 says it this way. Thus says Yahweh Sabaoth, uh, the Lord of armies, do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you, filling you with vain hopes. They speak visions of their own minds. Mm -hmm. Not from the mouth of Yahweh. 
They say continually to those who despise the word of the Lord, it shall be well with you. And to everyone who stubbornly follows their own heart, they say, no disaster shall come upon you. For who among you, who among them has stood in the counsel of Yahweh to see or hear his word? Or who has paid attention to his word and listened? Behold, the storm of Yahweh, wrath has gone out, a whirling tempest. It will burst upon the head of the wicked. The anger of Yahweh will not turn back until he has executed and accomplished the intents of his heart. In the latter days, you will understand it clearly. I did not send the prophets, yet they ran. I did not speak to them, yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel, they would have proclaimed my words to my people, and they would have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their deeds. Am I a God at hand, declares Yahweh, and not a God far away? Can a man hide himself in secret places so that I cannot see him, declares Yahweh? Do I not fill heaven and earth, declares Yahweh? I have heard what the prophets have said, who prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long shall there be lies in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies and who prophesy the deceit of their own heart? Do you think that just because we're under the new covenant, that it's okay now to prophesy the deceit of your own heart, to speak words on behalf of God that he hasn't given you to speak? Who think to make my people forget my name by their dreams that they tell one another, even as their fathers forgot my name for Baal. So let the prophet who has a dream tell the dream, but let him who has my word speak my word faithfully. That's what we're called to do. Speak God's word faithful. We have it. It's called the Bible, right? What is straw in common with wheat, declares Yahweh. Is not my word like a fire, declares Yahweh, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, declares the Lord, who steal my words from one another. Behold, I am against the prophets, declares the Lord, who use their tongues and declare, declares the Lord. Behold, I am against those who prophesy lying dreams, declares the Lord, and who tell them and lead my people astray by their lies and their recklessness when I did not send them or charge them. So they do not profit this people at all, declares Yahweh. New Covenant. Second Peter, what I find fascinating, all the people who are making excuses, well, you know, these prophets, they got it wrong in their prophecies for 2020, 2021, but they're still, oh, they're just, you know, they just need a little more accountability, you know, and, uh, and uh, yeah, this is, it's a, it's a bad thing, but it's not that big a deal. All right. When people talk like that, you're going to know, like men like Michael Brown and another YouTube channel that I've gone toe-to-toe with this past year. I mean, the way they talk, there's no such thing as a false prophet. They're hard to find. I mean, there's barely any of them. You know, I mean, there may be one or two somewhere in Uganda, but here now, nah, you know, when somebody prophesies falsely on YouTube and says, thus saith the Lord, this is going to happen in 21 and, and 2021, and it doesn't happen, oh, they're still, they, they, I heard them once say the gospel, so they're okay. Uh-huh. False prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction right? Many false prophets, they will follow their own sensuality, and because of them, the way of truth will be blasphemed. In their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Yeah, yeah, that's happening today. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle. Their destruction is not asleep. Yeah, in fact, you're going to note here uh, what Peter wrote here, that totally jives with what God revealed in the Old Covenant, in uh, the in the Mosaic Covenant, in the moral law, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. God will not hold them guiltless who do that. Okay? So, it's impossible for somebody to say, thus saith the Lord, if the Lord hasn't thus saith, to not be guilty of breaking the commandment from Exodus 20, verse 7. It's impossible. In that regard, then, in that regard, let's do a little work, shall we? And uh, what we're going to what we're going to do now is we're going to we're going to review a few uh, prophecies from 2021. And uh, here's Troy Brewer, and you're going to know I've sped them up just a little. Each of these prophets, 
I think if you spell it P-R-O-F-I-T, then you, you get it, all right? And um, I'm going to note that another channel, at least on these first three prophecies, another channel run by charismatics, by people who call themselves continuationists, they all have conceded that every one of these prophecies we're going to cover the first three, that they're false. Let's take a listen. And I'm not real sure as far as foretelling what else is going to happen on the calendar next year, but I am sure of what the Lord is saying, and I'm super excited about it. The first part of it is easy, and it just has to do with just flat out the numbers. Mm -hmm. So it is in the Hebrew calendar, 5781. And then, of course, on the Gregorian calendar, it is the year 2021. Now, those two converge because 5 plus 7 plus 8 plus 1 equals 21. This is bovine scatology, numerology, and, well, this is akin to astrology. I hate to say this, but um, anybody who says, oh, man, that, that Jewish calendar has prophetic significance. No, it doesn't. It's total bovine scatology. And I, and I mean that. It has no prophetic significance at all. This is exactly the same kind of nonsense that I saw when I was growing up from the National Enquirer, when every time the calendar year would change, they would feature prominent astrologers and prominent uh, psychics to tell us what was coming in the year ahead. And this is just nonsense. So what he's talking about, this isn't biblical. This proves he's not hearing from God. Wow. Right? Right on. I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. I like it when yeah. you say right on. You can't say that. Right on. So, <laughs> right on. I like it too. So, so, so they actually converge in a couple of different ways. But, but getting past that, I'll tell you that the 81 is all about the nines. And you were just mentioning nine back uh-huh. in 2019. But <laughs> The 81 is all about the nines. How'd you figure this out? You know what? 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 You know what algorithm were you running for this? One is nine times nine. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eight plus one equals nine. In Galatians, the ninth book of the New Testament, in five twenty-two, which five plus two plus two also equals nine. You have the nine fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody needs to let this guy know that the uh, the chapters and verses, the apparatus we use to find chapters and verses. That didn't even exist until the 15, 1600s. I mean, what is this? So it has to do with fruit bearing. It has to do with the word womb. Notice he's not saying anything. Let, let, let me back this up. Listen the again. ninth book of the New Testament in 522, which 5 plus 2 plus 2 also equals 9, you have the nine fruit of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? So it has to do with fruit bearing. It has to do with the word womb. is The, in the nine new, gifts of the Spirit. The I mean, nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The word womb is in the Bible, uh, is in the New Testament nine times. And wow. The word womb is in the, hang on a second, let me check his. The nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. The word womb is in the Bible, uh, is in the New Testament nine times. Uh, The word womb. All right. Well, let's let's do a little fact checking, shall we? I happen to have a Bible program. And uh, what we're going to do here, I'm just going to duplicate this tab. And we're going to do a word search for the word womb. All right. Let's take a look. All right, uh, the word womb, and boy, it, it looks like it appears more than the times that he said, but uh, let's, let's limit our search to the New Testament, shall we here? Because uh, he, okay, so womb, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine times in the New Testament. <gasps> oh my goodness, it's a secret message, he's decoded it. Oh, wow, dude. Seriously, do you think that God has a secret message to tell us that just because the word womb, metra in Greek, that somehow... That that means that something for 2021, you'll know this is this is flat out obfuscation. But when we go back to the video, and uh, we we just note here prophecy 2021 prophecy Troy Brewer. Oh no, the word womb appears nine times in the Bible, and that means that the year 2021, it's all about the womb. You know, we're pretty much done with uh, 2021. We got a little more than a week left. Um, has your 2021 been all about the womb? My my wife gave birth to our last child a long time ago. It hasn't been about the womb for us. Uh, let me back this up. Nine fruit of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? So it has yeah. to do with fruit bearing. It has to do with the word womb is in the, the nine new, gifts of the Spirit. The I nine mean, gifts of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The word womb is in the Bible, uh, is in the New Testament nine. 
always learning but never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Times and wow. God Almighty says in Genesis one, be fruitful nine times. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the womb is at issue. I mean, yeah. in the natural, that's exactly in right. the natural. Four. That's exactly right. It's, 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 it's a big deal. Now, just so you know, here we're going to take this down to normal speed. Those of you sitting here, well, you know, the Roe v. Wade thing was in the news, uh, you because know, of the Supreme Court. Listen to what they say: over the womb, warfare over the womb, uh, both physically. And mentally and spiritually. Mm, Yeah. How's your mental womb doing? Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully you haven't had, you know, you know, one of those procedures where you've had your womb mentally removed from your head. You know, that all of that is happening this year. So there is a literal fight for the room, for the womb. Yes. On every level. Yes. going on right now. That's exactly right. And it has to do with, are we going to be intimate with God or are we going to move away from God? Mm-hmm. And and because, you, you, see, the Lord wants intimacy out of us so bad. He loves us so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm so great. What kind of intimacy do you think God wants with us with all this womb talk? Full that he loves us so much. Oh, I mean, he just goodness. doesn't. He's like, please do not walk away from me. Mm-hmm. You know, here in the year 2021. Why aren't you texting me anymore, says Jesus, you know. Exodus 20. I feel like you've ghosted me, says the Holy Spirit. Verse 21 says that the people departed from the Lord, but Moses went into the thick yes. of darkness to seek his face. Yes. That's a 2021 yes. scripture. Wow. So which? No, all scripture is for every generation of Christians, period. Every generation of believers, period. That text isn't a 2021 scripture. Who told you that it was? So you can see Troy Brewer here. That ain't a word from the Lord. So I'm just going to ask a couple of questions here, all right? Since we are commanded by God to test whether these prophecies are from God, was that from God? No, that wasn't from God. First Thessalonians 5 says, don't despise prophecies. Test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every evil. Is Since that wasn't from God, was it evil for him to say that that was a word of the Lord for, for the year 2021? Yeah, it's a breaking of the commandment. You will not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. You know, and then I, you know, I can, again, come back to here. Um, You know, so prophets who prophesy lies in my name. Isn't that what Troy Brewer did? Yep. I didn't send them. Did God send Troy Brewer? No. Nor did I command them or speak to them. Okay. Yet they are prophesying to you a lying vision. Was that a lying vision that we heard from Troy Brewer? Yes, it was. Was that worthless divination? Yes, it was. Was it the deceit of his own mind? You betcha. Okay. <laughs> you get the idea here. Okay. We're, we're commanded by God to, well, determine the source. That wasn't from God. And even charismatics with a notable channel agree. Moving on. This, this particular prophecy. Um, This was a prophecy for the month of July, and it has almost a half a million views. Um, And so, uh, and this is uh, God's word with Chantel Ikabe. Let's see what she says. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord gave me a word about July, the month of July 2021. Now note, she's claiming the source of this was the Lord. The Lord gave me a word for the month of July 2021. She's claiming the source is God. But we are commanded by God in Scripture to test the source. So, what follows? This is either from God or it's not. And if it's not, she's a false prophet. It has been bringing this month on my spirit so strong. The month of July, it's been coming, it's been coming. And so I had to ask God about what he has coming up for us in the month of July because he has been laying it on my heart that there is something that's going to happen in the month of July. Something is going to happen in the month of July. No kidding. Yeah, did, did something happen? Did something? Yeah, we got we to, where's Kozar, man? Something, it's lifting. You know, something is going to happen in the month of July. Did something happen to you? And so the Lord started speaking to me. And the first thing God told me about the month of July 2021 is that it's coming to bring a shift. There is going to be a shift this month of July. Sorry. Really? There's going to be a shift? It's a prophecy bingo word. All right. That's a buzzword. It doesn't mean anything. What was the big shift that took place 
in the month of July 2021. The month of July 2021. I see a shift that is coming in the month of July. And the Lord is saying this shift is not just going to be a shift that would take place in an individual's life, but it's going to be a worldwide shift. A sh- Was there a worldwide shift in July of 2021? Shift that is going to bring total transformation. Cultural transformation. So was there a big cultural transformation that we can, you know, now that we're at the end of 2021, we can tie it all the way back to July of this year. And the Lord is saying that this is so because he wants revival to take place. The 2021 revival that God has been promising to us is here already. So has the great revival appeared? Nope, not at all. The revival has already begun. The- Really? Where, where is it? Then? Fire is already burning. And the Lord is saying that the month of July is a set month for the manifestations of the shift that he wants to take. So were there manifestations of the shift in July of 2020? She's not saying anything. These are empty words. Empty. And I would note notable charismatics uh, also agree with my assessment. So I, she claimed that this was a word that the Lord gave her for July of 2021. So I'll just come back to the question, all right? Since we're supposed to test the source, to do not believe every spirit, but test to see whether it is from God, okay? Uh, that ain't from God. So what are my other options, all right? Don't listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you, filling your, with vain hopes. They speak the visions of their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. Did the Lord give her those words? No, he didn't. Did she break the commandment, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, by putting this video up? Yes, she did. And we should view that sin as seriously as we view the sin of when a pastor commits adultery with his secretary. You know, those guys end up out of, the, out of their office and nobody listens to them anymore. Rightly so. So, same idea here. Um, this woman has broken a very clear commandment. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. And she said the Lord told her this. He didn't tell her any of those words. Okay. Next up, Patricia King. This is, uh, this is a sneaky little prophecy because the things she claims the Lord is showing her for 2021, they apply to all Christians of all eras. Yeah, we'll let her explain. But one of the reasons why the prophetic is so important is because it helps you discern the time. And when you can discern what God is saying in any given season, you can align yourself to to that word. Notice the prophecy bingo words already. A season, a line. Uh-huh. And it will bring blessing to you. And I have done this my whole Christian life. I've listened to the words of the prophets. And when they, they resonate within my spirit, I run with those words. When they resonate in my spirit, is that how we determine whether or not God has spoken something? It resonates in my spirit. You know, so prophecy comes in on a particular spiritual harmonic vibration frequency and it hits my heart and my heart goes, right? (laughs) It resonates. That was my impersonation of resonation. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's, uh, it's true. Uh, my heart is going. <laughs> Where is the resonation test listed in scripture? It's not. I live by those words. And I've been blessed. Very, very blessed. And even in difficult times, uh, because I'm going to give you a heads up in this next year, it's not going to be all hunky-dory. It's not going to just get great and be full of ecstasy. There are going to be some really challenging things that come up in this new year. But for those that are aligned to Christ, it'll be good. Just even like this last year, 2020, was um, a very um, a, a, a very volatile year. And it was full of all kinds of surprises. But those who are walking close to God, no matter... Right. Yeah. Full of surprises. None, none of the prophets saw COVID coming. Mm-mm. Nope. And <laughs> they couldn't blow it away either. COVID-19. No, couldn't blow it away. Um, mm, yeah, boy. I, and then you got all those prophets and... 2020 saying Trump was going to win the election, and that didn't happen either. They faced, came through, because God was with them. And he will only strengthen us, and he works everything together for good. So things things are going to be good for you in this next year. So let me give you this insight today. I want to give you a word called the emerging righteous remnant. 
the emerging righteous remnant. Mm -hmm. And I saw a vision. As you know, I've been in prayer this month, and so I've been before the Lord, inviting him to speak to me regarding what he's saying in the new year. But I saw a vision of a company of men and women. Uh, they were believers of all ages. There was children, teens, um, adults, seniors, and they were rising up out of the earth into visibility. Mm. So 2021, the uh, notable visibility of a righteous remnant rising up out of the earth. How'd that work out? It was like they had been hidden before, but now they're becoming very visible and defined. They were rising up out of every nation, and the earth was cloaked in darkness in this vision. But they, this emerging company, they shone as lights. I was thinking of my, my Christmas tree that I put up this year. And I'm going to keep it up all year. Actually, it's evergreen, and so I'm going to keep it. But it's got little white lights all over it. And I didn't feel to decorate with any other colors or any other ornaments this year. I she didn't feel so apparently god tells her how to decorate her christmas tree put lights on it but it's got this dark background but what really shows up and even right now i've got it on what really shows up are those lights that's what what hits it's the eye so the earth was cloaked in darkness but this emerging company shone as lights and then the lord said behold my righteous remnant these are those whom i have marked as my righteous remnant in the midst of an evil day god always reserves a remnant for himself just read your Bible. It talks explicitly like that. Book of Revelation, other passages as well. They've turned away from all that would distract them from me. These are those who are passionately pursuing my will and are willing to lay their lives down in order to obey me. Christians like that have existed since the beginning of the church. To follow me. These are those who love me with all their heart, mind, and strength. These are those who have turned, turned from the love of their flesh and the love of the world. These are those who love not their lives unto death. Right. There have been Christian martyrs every century of human history. What are you talking about? This is nothing new. When you read your Bible, this is just basically describing the so-called prophecies, describing the Christians of every era since the day of Pentecost. They embrace my cross and they take it up daily to follow me. Uh -huh. This company are my true worshipers who worship me in spirit and in truth. It, right. And you'll note that uh, there have been Christians who have worshipped Christ in spirit and in truth since the beginning of the church. This is not a, a prophecy. What she's claiming is this is from God. I can read this stuff in my Bible and know that it's from God because it's in the scriptures. So did God send her to say these words? Nope. Not at all. Okay. What, what about this? Remember him? We did play prophecy bingo with the... Uh, with uh, Todd Wilkin of Issues Etc. back in January of this year. And uh, and here was Mel Bond. What is God saying for 2021? So Mel Bond's claiming this comes from God. But does it? We're, called, we're commanded by Scripture to test the source. Is this from God? With one, meaning first things taking place. It'll be the first time that things will take place from God that has never taken place before and the first time in many years. And this is what I hear the Spirit of God saying. Okay, no, he's claiming the source. He's saying this is from the Spirit of God. We are commanded by Scripture to test to see if this is true. And I can even see it now. There's a host of angels, a large number that has never, ever been released on planet Earth. And they're standing at attention right now. <laughs> Ten, hut! Okay. And I hear the Spirit of God saying it's not quite yet ready for you to go. But January the 1st, I'll release you. So has it been a big prophetic angelic army release dating back to January 1st of 2021? There'll be a manifestation of angels on the face of the earth. Has there been big angel manifestations on the earth in 2021? Like this world has never seen before. Yeah, well, it didn't make any of the news, you know, any of the days of 2021. How, when did this happen exactly? Can you point out to where this was fulfilled? It'll be the first time this has ever happened. Because mm -hmm. this will be the last dispensation. It'll be a dispensation. 
of signs and wonders. This will be the last dispensation. I hear the Spirit of God saying that Proverbs in chapter 4, verse 18, will be in full manifestation, and it will begin January the 1st. Okay, let's take a look at uh, Proverbs 4.18 now, shall we? It's going to be in, you know, full manifestation for the first time in all of the earth. Okay. All right. Uh, hang on a second here. Let me do this. I'm going to duplicate tab. There we go. Proverbs 4. And let me back this up and just double check and make sure I have the right source. We'll be in full manifestation. I hear the Spirit of God saying that Proverbs in chapter 4, verse 18... 418. All right, let's see. 418. All right. But the path of the righteous is like the light of the dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until the full day. Okay, well, let's let's see. He says God be the last dispensation. I hear the Spirit of God saying that Proverbs in chapter 4, verse 18, will be in full manifestation, and it will begin January the 1st. So how'd that work out? was uh, righteousness in full manifestation on the earth in 2021. In the year 2021, where God said in his word that the path of the righteous is like a shining light. It'll get brighter and brighter until the full day. And that light is God's glory. It's the reputation and the power and the fullness of God. And that perfect day in the original language is the day of the rapture. And thus saith the Spirit of God that starting January the 1st of the year 2021, the path for my people will get brighter and brighter and better and better than it ever has. How'd that work out for you? In the existence of the world. Mm Hmm. Yeah, these are not words from God. So we're te- we've tested him, and he's guilty of breaking this commandment. You should not take the name of Yahweh your God in vain, for Yahweh will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Uh, that wasn't from God. Um, so you'll note that uh, what God says, um, my hand will be against the prophets who see false visions and who give lying divinations. Melbon is given a lying divination here. Yeah. Is God for him? No, God's calling him to repent. This is a egregious sin. Egregious. All right, let's uh, come back now and uh, let's take a look at another prophecy for 2021, shall we? I believe 2020 is a year, was a year of awakening to covenant... Bl- this is so-called apostle Jane Hammond. ...and covenant promises, and that God is saying, I want you to lay hold of the covenant that you have in Jesus Christ. I want you to lay hold of the covenant that you have in this land of America. I want you to lay... Does America, is America in a special covenant with God? Nope, it's not. Hold of the covenant that you have even with one another, and that's actually why we started taking communion together. This is actually our 10th month of taking communion together. (laughs) Christians have been taking communion for 2,000 years, and you just discovered it 10 months ago? God is a covenant-keeping God, and let me tell you, no matter what's rocking and rolling in the earth today, our God is a God of covenant, and our God always, always, always fulfills his promise. Yeah, he does. That's why this is a false prophet. 20 years breaking out of the old, breaking in to the new. How many feel like you broke into some new things? I, let me, y'all want to know something? Our church grew in 2020. You might look around and say, no, we're smaller because we're not gathering as many. But let me just say, our reach every single day is reaching nations every single day. And many of these people even around the world now count Vision Church their home church. Is that amazing to you? We grew. We were blessed. God extended and expanded us in crazy increase because of the faithfulness of God. How many understand sometimes God says something and you have no idea how it's going to happen? What's that? Super bloom. Exactly. How many have been decreeing super bloom over your life? All right. Remember, super blooms only happen when your soil gets agitated. Super blooms only happen when your soil gets agitated. Have you had a super bloom agitation yet? God says super bloom and we all celebrate and God goes, yep, I'm getting ready to agitate your soil. (laughs) Yeah, my husband says don't point at anybody. 
Has your soil been agitated in 2021, and did you experience super bloom? You say agitation, okay? <laughs> so I want to read you the definition of reset, because reset is a reformation word. We said breaking old cycles. A lot of the prophets said reset. So this is what reset means. It means to put something back into proper position, desired order, So okay. or condition for use. Think of this, God reset so 2020 began the season of reset. You, God resetting his church, and God resetting a nation. It means to post, station, or appoint for the purpose of performing some duty to settle something resolutely, to establish something so others can follow. Come on, isn't that what we're desiring to do? To establish the word of the Lord, to establish the kingdom of God, to establish what God is decreeing over the land. It means to adjust so as to control the performance of something, to cause to take a particular direction, to tighten things up. To place or plant firmly. We talked a lot about believe the Lord and you will be established. You didn't realize that established meant you will be reset. (laughs) Come on. Believe the Lord and you'll be established. You'll be reset. Then you can believe the prophets and you'll prosper. That word prosper doesn't just mean get rich. It literally means you will advance. You will move forward. You will break out. You will believe the prophets. You'll break out and have a reset breakthrough you will become a success you will become profitable and you will become prosperous bingo come on but the first thing is we got to get reset and established to place or plant firmly to put something broken back in position and so on december the 13th in our prayer time um uh, in the morning, on Sunday morning, Pastor Greg released this word. For those of you that don't know who Pastor Greg is, Pastor Greg, would you just stand up and just wave at everybody, let them see your handsome face, amen? Pastor Greg released this in December of last year. And I want, I, and I want if you don't mind, let's stand up, because I want to release this word over us. They're going to stand for And this. it's a very interactive word from the Lord. And- interactive word, what does that mean? Uh, we wrote down what he said that morning, but just, just lift your hands up to the Lord as we declare this. I know when you lift your hands, they get colder, but then you can sit down and put them back under you, okay? All right, so let, let's just hear what the Lord says. He said, I hear a trumpet in the heavens. No, I hear trumpets, many trumpets, because the Lord, our King, is about to make a decree. First, tell my bride, the church, barrenness is broken. Barrenness is broken. In other words, that which hasn't produced in the past season is going to produce in this new season. And God is going to bring you into fulfillment. And as he's breaking barrenness, he is decreeing that he is placing his left hand under her head. And with her and with his right hand, he is stirring up that which is in her. Speaking of the church, her spirit life. The Lord declares, my people, lay hands on your chest and begin to thank me for the Holy Spirit, the helper that lives in you. Let's do that right now. Father, we thank you, God, Lord, that the Holy Spirit, the, the empowerer, the comforter. These are not words from God. This is just empty vanity, useless, worthless words that mean absolutely nothing. God didn't send her. She's not speaking words of God. She's breaking the commandment. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. And what couldn't do this without her. Let's let's revisit her prophecy for 2021, shall we? Mm. People of the world may pull back, but we will expand. Be strategic. Were you strategic in your weight gain this year? The enemy rose around like a roaring lion seeking to devour. Stay clear of him. Winning all for Christ you possibly can. Pulling them out of fire. In- Are we supposed to stay clear of the devil? Yeah. Scripture says that. I don't need her to say, say it. Too live. Speak the truth to them as much as possible. May you see as they have not seen and grow beyond where you are. Stretch. Stretch, expand, and grow further. I'm trying to lose weight, lady. I am God, and a new anointing is on my people for peace and clarity. They will see. They will see. They will have many wars. Their wars will be, but you, my people, will expand. Don't get involved with things that don't involve you. Take the spoil and go. It's yours. Don't be afraid like Joshua. Take the land and go. So how'd you do it, taking the land this year? Just curious. Hmm. The spoil part of this word came out of Second Chronicles twenty-eight fifteen. In other words, you stole it from Second 
Chronicles 28:15, and you've misappropriated it. And with the spoil, they clothed all that were naked among them and arrayed them and shod them and gave them meat and gave them drink and anointed them and brought them into the city of palm trees. Mm. So you're, you're ripping this sentence out of context, claiming that this is a prophecy for 2021. So how'd that work out for y'all? Is, is that how the year went down for you? It didn't go down like that for me or my church. Well, you know, maybe I went to the wrong church. You know? And I felt like the Lord was really highlighting here how they took the spoil, which is what they got from war, Jesus. Some of you have been in war and the spoil is coming, Jesus. You know, we don't go through wars in this life as Christians for no reason. When we go through the war, we take the spoil. Mm. Now, there is some times where you might have got yourself into your own war because you have sin or something. But when you're in a righteous war, you will take the spoil at the end. And I love this because they take the spoil and they distribute it among the naked. They array them. They anoint them and they take them to the city of palm trees. Now, I think this is interesting because the Bible says that the righteous flourish like the palm tree. Hallelujah. And so he, what God was highlighting to me here is after the war, they took them into the flourishing place. I know we've been through a year of war. Every kind of war you possibly think can is going on right now. We got war. Stop yelling at me. It's about vaccines. We got wars about politics. We got wars about race. We got wars about money. We got wars about whether you should wear a mask or not. We got wars about which political party you should be on. We got wars within the sexes. But God is saying after the war, then comes the spoil. Jesus. And you. So was uh, 2021 the year of spoils for you after the wars of 2020? Or did it just seem like the wars of 2020 just bled into and filled up all of 2021? Are you listening to her words that she claims that God gave you? Went, oh, wow. Oh, whoa, dude. I can't believe how on point her word is, man. Or are you just sitting there saying she's saying nothing? She's saying nothing. Nothing that actually had anything to do with 2021. We'll go into the flourishing place. And she's yelling. Don't give up. Win the war like Joshua did. Take Jericho like Joshua did. Did you take your Jericho in 2021? That's not what Jericho's about. So I, I think you're, you're starting to kind of get the idea here. The word Yahweh of Yahweh came to me. Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who are prophesying and say to those who prophesy from their own hearts. Note, the scriptures command us to determine the source. The Lord, God, was not the source of any of these prophecies, nor has he ever been the source of any of the prophecies that we've covered, critiqued, or used in prophecy bingo. These people are guilty of sinning grievously against God and misusing his name and taking it in vain. They are blasphemers. They are breaking one of the Ten Commandments that are given to us in Exodus and in Deuteronomy, and, the, the, and they are guilty of using false words. They are prophesying and spewing visions of their own hearts and their own minds. So hear the word of Yahweh. Thus says Yahweh, Elohim, woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. <laughs> woe to them. Your prophets have been like jackals among the ruins, O Israel. You have not gone up into the breaches or built a wall for the house of Israel that it might stand in battle in the day of Yahweh. They have seen false visions, lying divinations. They say, declares the Lord, when the Lord hasn't sent them. And yet, they expect God to fulfill their word. Have you not seen a false vision and uttered a lying divination? Whenever you have said, declares the Lord, although I have not spoken. So note the test of the New Testament. You must determine the source. Do not believe every spirit. You are commanded not to believe them. Every spirit. You have to test to see whether the spirits are what? From God. For many false prophets, not some, many have gone out into the world. And we are just overrun by them today. 
And it's absolutely despicable, inexcusable, and sinful that leaders in the charismatic movement like Michael Brown and others basically refuse to address this sin as a sin and address it for the seriousness that it is. These people are doing the work of the devil. No lie is of the truth, and they are breaking one of the commandments. You cannot give a false prophecy without breaking the commandment that says, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. So, uh, yeah, all the uh, prophets for 2021, swing and a miss, which means God didn't speak those words. Hopefully you found this helpful. If so, all the information on how you can share the video is down below in the description. And until next time, may God richly bless you in the grace and mercy won by Jesus Christ, his vicarious death on the cross for all of your sins. Amen. Amen.